Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. When digital self-publishing became a thing and I really got into it, it was kind of cool because the barriers to publishing started to go down. So it used to be if you wanted to publish a book and you didn't have a traditional publisher, you had to do a print run and you know it was usually somewhere overseas and you would have thousands of copies of a book printed because that was the only way that it made sense. Once you put down the plates that are going to print the book, that's the that's the cost. The cost is set up. So whether you print one copy or 10,000 copies, percentage-wise, the experience, the, the price just isn't that different. And so that used to be the way that things were handled. But when I got into it, it was because, well, look at the ease of this. We can digitally publish. We can do print-on-demand books too, but we were looking at like eBooks. When the Kindle was new and other e-readers were just starting out, it was this amazing playground of we can just publish and we push a button and then it's available to anybody who wants it within however long it takes for the publishing platforms to cycle through. For Amazon, it's like sometimes it's an hour and it's available and somebody can be reading your book within that span of time. So I started doing that and I built a whole career. And as I said, I've been at this for like what a dozen years now and I've written like 120 books. And so when my kids started getting a little older, then I started paying attention to what they were doing with reading. And my son used to be a, a voracious reader back in the day. He's slumped off now, which is a little bit, you know, personally like, oh, because I'm a, I'm a writer. But whatever, he was reading and he always read print books. And I didn't think twice about it because he was reading the books that we had already. So he really liked the, the Rick Riordan um, books and he really liked the Harry Potter books. And there were some others and they were always physical books. Looking back, they were always only physical books. I don't think he's ever read a digital book. But okay, that made a little bit of sense. My daughter is a few years younger than him. And so when she started reading a lot more and she has maintained her readership, she is uh, she is quite a reader. And I've actually written a book. My most recent book was for her. It's not published yet, but it's with her in mind, which is actually super cool. If you're uh, an author and you get to write for one of your kids, that's really cool. But the point is that I actually engaged her and I asked her about it and neither she nor her friends want anything to do with digital books. And we found this when we were, um, when I was working in publishing as well, uh, indie publishing that the, uh, anything that was for kids, you, it had, I mean, more than anyone else, it had to be physical. So that was kind of weird. And I, that was kind of in the back of my head. And then I was talking to my dad just yesterday and he said, you know, the strangest thing I haven't been reading and he, my dad is a, like, he reads all the time. It's one of his major things. And so when he said he hadn't been reading, it was with this air of surprise. Hey, I've been reading. And throughout whatever the story was that he told the punchline was, well, because I don't have physical books and I want to read physical books. And he was telling me this, knowing that we've had obviously many discussions about me being an author and all that. And he knows that I publish mainly digitally. And my response was, interestingly, it's true of me too. So I recently wanted to 
read a, I've my reading is slacked off that happens with writers and I hate it because we need to read if we're going to write and so recently I got the bug again and I was like okay I really want to read and so I uh wanted to I knew I wanted to read a Stephen King book and so I had one in mind I don't remember what it was and I thought you know I just I want to hold a book in my hands I want to hold it in my hands to the point where I went to the local bookstore and library and my decision of what to read was eventually decided on what can I get right now in paperback format, not what do I want to read? I mean, I stayed within the author I wanted to read early Stephen King, like the shining era, Cujo era, Carrie era, the early Stephen King books. But there's a lot of those and I didn't care which one it was as long as I could get it in paperback. And I thought that was interesting rather than going in wanting a specific story, which I, I did actually, but I bumped that aside because I wanted one that I could hold. And so as a creator of digital books, and by the way, the creator of a podcast, which is digital, several podcasts, the writer of a website, which is obviously digital as well, most of what I create are ones and zeros. And so this was kind of a, like a weird thing. But then it got me thinking, too, about not just physical books, but like vinyl records. I distinctly remember when my dad bought me my first stereo. I don't know how old I was. I wasn't that old. And one of the pieces of advice that he gave me, uh, because CDs were, I'm dating myself here, but CDs were like the hot thing at that point. And so he had got me some cool CDs to go with my first stereo. And his his advice was well don't 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 get cassettes cuz they're on their way out and he said and definitely don't get records and and that made sense at the time so to the the young hipster collector of vinyl today that feels like offensive somebody would say don't get records but believe me in the in the like 80s that didn't make sense the idea that you would records were a dying medium the idea that you would take a, a a fragile piece of vinyl that could be dropped or cracked or could be scratched. And that I know people say that they love the sound of vinyl. Um, I'm kind of calling shenanigans on that a little bit. I'm sure that there is a feel that they really like, but I don't think that's the reason. I think that psychologically, at least a large part of the reason that we are gravitating, that vinyl has become a thing is the same reason as this like kind of zeitgeist thing that I'm seeing around me with with wanting pre- printed, physical, tangible books. Now, not everybody, obviously. I know a lot of people still read digitally, and thank you for that, all my great readers, because that's where I publish mostly. But seeing more and more of this like want of something tangible makes me think we are living in an age where everything is digital, and our music is digital, and our books are digital, and our assets are digital, and we get digital paper, you know, state digital statements from the bank, and we our money is digital, and for some of us, it's it's crypto, and it's like double digital, and that is something that's not really how human beings are hardwired to work, and I just can't help but wonder if this isn't some sort of a need to have something physical again that we want to touch and taste and smell and hear. We want to have things that feel real because so much in our world feels bogus. And if I could just get on my soapbox a little about social media, which I despise, I'm not on social media. I just I just don't like it. I just don't do it. A lot of those interactions on there, I know some of you have very positive interactions on social media, but a lot of them are really hollow. A lot of them are like, 
look what I have, but you don't actually have it. Or look how I look, but you don't actually look that way most days. And so this meaningless, hollow thing that's coming from this like all digital social media in our senses, every moment sort of experience makes me think that we deep down, even if we don't see it, want something that we can feel. We want something real. And so that's why I think I want a paperback book. I just I just want to feel it. I miss my hardbacks. I used to have the entire Stephen King collection in hardback, and I got rid of it during a move. And I'm just kicking myself now. These beautiful hardbacks that I wish I still had. You you can collect digital things, but it doesn't mean anything. Whereas a stack of vinyl records, you know, arranged on your, especially with like liner notes and cover art, that's real. So let's give our people real things. Let's give them real experiences with the characters. Let's use multi-sensory tactile experiences. And remembering that this is a way that art can connect most with people is, yes, we can do digital. Of course we can do digital. But imbuing our stories with those physical markers, the descriptions of senses, creating art that can be touched, creating swag, say, that we can give to our people, those are all ways of giving them something that they actually can have, they actually can touch, they actually can connect with it in a way that you can't connect to a digital thing. Multi-sensory experiences and something that they can hold might just be a way to differentiate us as artists, even if we chiefly work in digital media. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book, if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.